You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. This is Kevin. And we're here to bamboozle and, and confuse you about tire wear and handling issues. Sure. And anything else we can think of? There are other things we can think of. Yes. What uh, what you do this week? I was in uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts. Connecticut. Doing some training, a seminar, uh, inspecting some fleets, uh, explaining to people why their tires weren't wearing good and why their trucks had right pulls. That and those are things that happened. Yep. I was working uh, with the 20th largest tire dealer in North America. Which is uh, Pete's Tire Bar. Pete's Tire Bar. Yep. Okay. And uh, we've tried to talk to him in the past and hadn't got real far, but um, I think we had a pretty good time this week. I think maybe we made some headway. We might get a new location or two out of that. That'd be good. Up in the Northeast. Yep. Need more places there. Next week, I go to um, Charlotte, North Carolina to do some training with the Continental uh, Tire Development Engineers. And then I'll be up in Greensboro on No, when you say training with the Continental Tire Engineers, you're saying they're going to be training you? Uh, No. No? No. But there's so much you don't know. There is a ton I don't know. I don't know why my wife stays with me. (laughs) I don't know why the government does what it does. No. What I do know is why tires work funny and why trucks handle bad. Mm-hmm. And the tire engineers have requested that I go explain to them what goes on in the real world because they're always in their little laboratory in their cubicles trying to decide things that they think would work. They make machines that beat tires to death, but they don't really understand what happens in. Kind of, sort of. So we'll, we'll see if we can do any good with them. Okay. And so well, I'll be there with them next week, and then I'll also be doing some fleet seminars the uh-huh. same, same week. Um, the other thing that has come up this week <clears throat> is this podcast is part of the Kevin Rutherford organization and his certified master contractor program. Yeah. And we were just notified this week that we are allowed to give away one seat at, at this year's upcoming certified master contractor program in Council Bluffs for the week of the 17th. It has to be to somebody who is a first-time attender, and they cannot be currently registered. Okay. First-time attendee, not, not currently registered. Right. Those are the rules that I was given. And we have to make a decision on who we're going to give it to by the 31st of July. Yes, but that really means we have to have a decision by the 10th, roughly. No, the 31st of July. No, the 29th minus uh, the, the 22nd will be the last show we do. Yeah, but we can make arrangements for people to contact us after that. But We certainly could. We have to issue our decision by the 31st. Right. And there's nothing that says this has to be done exclusively on this radio program because this, well, this is a podcast anyway. True. So we can promote it on our Facebook page and on LinkedIn, and, and we can do things for people to get a hold of us. And we just have to start letting people know that this podcast is going to give away a seat. Give away a seat. It's for that week-long training in the Certified Master Contractor Program. It's worth a significant amount of money. 
It's worth yeah. a significant amount of money, yes. Uh, I can't tell you how much because I, I, I don't know. But I know it's a week's worth of training, and it's yep. it's good training. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody out there has any ideas on how we should go about this. Well, how we decide? Yeah, what rules? What I mean, do we do a drawing? Do we, right. uh, say, pick a number between 1 and 100? Or? Right. I know I mean, an easy way to, to sway Mike's opinion would be if you actually called from Jamaica. Oh, Jamaica would be good, yeah. I'd love <laughs> the it. The first Jamaican, Jamaican to call in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's one thing that's on our agenda for the next month or so. Um, plus, you've got a little thing going on the end of July. The end of July, I get married. He's getting married. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Second time, which, you know, shows what, you know, I don't know everything. I'm well, who does? Obviously. Yeah. Dumb, okay. But... So anyway, um, if you have any questions or comments for us. Uh, push one on your phone dial that will put us up in the queue so we know you're there and as we warn you each week do not push it twice you'll be erased from the universe and we would miss you Um, we also are going to be trying to guess where you're calling from we do that we do that we're not very good at it no and we still haven't found a Jamaican no still looking there's a Jamaica Iowa there is a Jamaica and there's a Jamaica New York there's a Jamaica New York I don't know that either one of those will count. I don't think so. Okay. All right. So we do have somebody up there with a question or a comment. They are from the 732 area code. Yep. Would you like to guess where that is from? Where is the 732 area code? Yeah. Man, if I had to guess, yeah. I suppose I would say Texas. Boy, are you wrong. Yeah. Jersey. 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 New Jersey. This is that Chris Christie guy calling again. I, I suppose it is. Could be. Let's find out. See what All he's right. got. Is he in Jersey? Is it? No. He. I, who? Why would you be? Why? <laughs> well, some people like it. I don't um, know why. We'll see. Why do we like Iowa? <laughs> Hello, Jersey. Can you hear me now? Are you there? <laughs> it's this you. you. Wow. <laughs> wow, the very first caller. Wow. Yes, yeah. you're the first question. Yes. The only call, only question, in fact. Yes, yeah, everybody call. else is afraid to talk to us. Yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations congratulations to whomever's getting married. I didn't catch who was getting married. This is married. Kevin. That's Kevin. Kevin congratulations. Um, Kevin, this is Daryl from New Jersey. Um, I've got mm-hmm. the Kenworth I've been working on with the air ride, and the uh, you helped me over the phone um, quite a bit with the um, uh, okay. caster or whatever. whatever. Right, right. I found a shop in South Plainfield, Truck Tech. We, you and I talked about it. Um, okay. I have yet to drive the truck. I'm kind of excited because I'm, I'm going to drive the truck tomorrow. I, was, I just got done switching all my stuff and came home. I thought, and then my phone dings. My holy, holy crap! Let, let me get let me see if I can get in tonight. And uh, <laughs> uh, my question tonight is: He got it down to, or we got it down to, 1.6 on the caster. That's close enough. Um, okay, and. When I dropped the truck down to two inches, it it it, it looked like the pitch on my rears changed. Can you explain to me how to check driveline angle again? Sure. Um, if you take it level and you put it on top of the frame rail in line with the rain in the line with the frame directly over the top of the diff. Okay. What if I can't because, and, no, the fifth wheel plate kind of... Well, just in front of that. that. 
Just in front okay. of that or just behind that. Okay, right in that area. Okay. Okay. And you zero the level. Okay. Right. And then you take the zeroed level and you put it down on the square part of the right next to the square part of the diff housing. Okay? Right. Yep. And then you put the little hold button on your level and you pick it up and you read it. That reading is the diff angle. So it's a, okay. com- a comparison between the frame angle and the diff angle. Correct. Level with the earth and Correct. the diff angle. Okay. Okay. Where did you, if I, if I recall correctly, should it be optimal or around 12 degree difference, something like that? Well, the the front diff normally is around three degrees, and the rear diff is normally 10 degrees higher than that. Uh, okay. That's okay. I got that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Let the, me go and the front is. Yeah, the front at about three, the rear at about thirteen. That that's a pretty normal number. Three thirteen, okay. Or somewhere thereabouts. Yeah, somewhere thereabouts. Okay. And also, yeah. uh, Kevin, the steering wheel is way off center. Yeah, sure it does. You change you change the height, you change the caster, you change everything. So all the angles yeah. have changed now. Right. Yeah. And if you want to center the steering wheel, the best way I know it is to pull steering wheel off, turn it, and rebolt it. That, that's what I was going to do. I was going to take it to Kenworth and have them do that. Yep, yep. Yeah. Now, what oh, I would okay. suggest you do when you go to Kenworth is when right. you're driving down the road and you're going nice and straight, a little piece of masking right. tape hanging on your visor. Okay. And when you're going straight, put the masking tape where the steering wheel, at the top of the steering wheel when you're driving straight. Top dead center when you're straight. And so when oh, you pull yeah, it in the garage, I was going to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then when you get in there, you just okay, turn it until that's on top. Okay, now that's where it is when I'm driving, and I want the center of the steering wheel up at the top there. Okay. All right. <laughs> now well, I'm glad I don't have to do all the thinking. <laughs> well, there, there might, is there a possibility of one more thing that might have changed that between the steering arm and the and the and the power steering box? Everything's changed. Everything did change. Everything changed because he changed the height of the front end of the truck. He brought the front end down, mm-hmm. which changed the angle of the drag link, which changed the angle of the steering wheel, which changed everything. Yeah. Right. So it is also possible you're going to have to reset the the remove from the teeth and then reset on the teeth where zero is for the for the steering. No. Wheel. No. Not gonna. don't do, don't do that. You didn't change it that much. Didn't change it that much. You probably changed it about two or three hours if you looked at your steering wheel as a clock. Would that yeah, be about right? Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So just just pull the wheel, turn it, center it, and forget about it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I'll call you off the air and, and let you know how all this how how, how all this is uh, working out, Kevin. If you don't mind. I'd be real interested to see what the ride's like and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I got the road the road kings kinda of came in I had to wait like eight weeks for the road kings and they'll 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 be here with enough time to give me a week to drive it without them and then I'll be able to you know make make a better uh see if it's worth some money. <laughs> good, good. That's excellent. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Great. Hey guys, right, thanks buddy. a lot and congratulations again. Thank you. Drive safe. Thanks. All right. Very good. Very good. I'm I'm curious to see how that'll turn out. By the way, this week I had a tech call from uh, one of our customers that has our equipment. 
and they had done some work replacing the shock brackets on the axles on a Freightliner Air Ride. Okay. <clears throat> when they got done with it, it it didn't want to back out of the garage. The tires wanted to spin. They finally got it parked out there, and the customer came and tried to get it in the driveway, and it, it all it wanted to do was spin tires. It didn't want to drive. And the whole truck looked like it was all twisted. And they called me and said, what? And I said, well, between the leash spring on the rear end of that truck and the drive axle is a tapered wedge that sets the pinion angles right. when the ride height is the same. And there's a different wedge on the front drive axle versus the rear drive axle because you're supposed to have different pinion angles. If when you took the U-bolts off and dropped the suspension pieces down and put them back together the new shock brackets, and you put one of those wedges backwards. Well, that, yeah, especially on the back, that will really twist On it. either axle. Mm-hmm. Or you took one of the wedges off of the rear axle and put it on the front axle mm-hmm. and put the front wedge on the back oh, axle because okay. you didn't realize they were different. It will twist that truck up yeah. and reduce the traction of the tire on the ground. And when you let the end, the clutch out, the tire with the least traction will just spin and it won't go anywhere. Right. <clears throat> and right. The, tire, the tire with the least caster on that no, side. The of tire side. with the least traction is the one that's going to get the pressure. Right. And it all depends on how the truck twists up as to which one that is. Right. Okay. So I said, do me a favor and look at those and then call me back. And the next day he called back is, yeah, we, we messed up and put one backwards. <laughs> one was, but just one backwards. One. That's all it took. And Twisted it that whole truck do up. nothing. Yep. It's, it's the little things sometimes. Yep. Right. Okay. The other, oh, we, by the way, I'm, the reason I'm killing some time here, and I hope you guys don't mind it, is that nobody as a question. Yes, and I'm going to do this tech talk for just a little bit longer, <laughs> and then I'm going to start singing. All right, so anyway, the other question we got this week, and I haven't gotten feedback from this guy yet, was a fellow that called in, and he had a trailer in his shop. And the right side tires, it's a tandem axle, tan dual wheel deal, and the right side tires look perfect. But the left side all had severe heel and toe wear on all four tires. Hmm. Okay. Now, heel and toe wear only comes from engine torque and or brakes. brake application. Right. Well, there is no engine torque in a trailer axle. <laughs> so it had to be brake application. Be yeah. Okay. And it wasn't on the inside edge of the inside tire or the outside edge. It was all the way across all four tires. <clears throat> so I told him. This is not an alignment problem. This is not a wheel bearing problem. This is not an inflation problem. This is not an axle flex problem. This is a brake problem. Right. And something is causing the brakes on that side of the trailer to apply more than the brakes on the other side of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be that there's an air supply problem from the, the distribution valve up underneath the trailer, and it's not going to the right side. It's all going to the left side. It could be that somebody replaced the brakes on the left side and put more aggressive brake shoes over there than they have on the other side. It could be that they put in the wrong S-cam, which is applying the brakes more. It could be that they have the wrong brake chambers on the one side than the other, and the brake chamber they have on has got a longer stroke or a shorter stroke. It's just not releasing. Yeah, or it could be 
Uh, the slack adjusters are different from one side to the other. I mean, there's there's all kinds of things all that it could be, but it is a brake problem, mm-hmm. not alignment, tire wear, axle flex, or inflation. Right. Okay. So I'm waiting to hear back from him to find out exactly what it was when they finally found it. Hmm. Okay. Now, one person, one brave soul out there has a question. Uh, I think he, all he wants to do is keep me from singing. <laughs> Probably. So well, let's see where 602 area code is. The sacrificial lamb from yes, 602. Yes, the sacrificial lamb who is, who is braving this to keep from me from singing. All right. What, what, what a good soul. Any idea? Uh, 602? Yeah. Um, Minnesota. Arizona. You're really screwed up. To, you're on opposite sides of the country every time. Okay. I try. Is he in Arizona? Is he in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah? I don't think so. Speaking I think state. he left. All right. Let's find out. Oh, it's like 104 out there right 104 now. 104 degrees in Arizona. I'd be, I'd be out of there else. in a heartbeat. Hello, Arizona. How you doing? It's 97 in Texas, though. So. Oh, Texas. Yeah, a little, little cooler. Okay. Yeah, and it was more than so, 104 when I left. Yeah, so, yeah I heard that they might get record temperatures this week. Yeah, you, you, I'll be gone. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. So what's up in Texas? Uh, the sky's still looking good. It ain't no dust storm, but I got a good, good tire question. Okay. My tires are chopping out the back of uh, I bought a open load tires and the back yeah. side of them is dipping lower than the front side. Yeah, that's called heel and toe wear. That's what we're describing. We were just uh, talking about that basic thing, okay? Trailer, but it was on a trailer. You're talking about drive tires, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Now, what happens? And and I'm going to hold my hand up. If you watch my hand, you'll be able to see exactly what I'm demonstrating here. Okay. Yep. I got my hand up. I can see it. Everybody else can see it too. Everybody else can see it. Good. And my fingers are aimed out at the floor. Uh huh. And the fingers are the lugs of the tire. Uh-huh. And if I twist my hands so that the fingers are coming down to the bottom like the the lugs would on a tire, like the uh, like the thing, like the minutes of a clock, the minutes of a clock. Now they get down to six o'clock, and the bottom finger is starting to pick up traction as the hand keeps twisting. The bottom finger aims toward the front of the truck because it twists that lug a little bit. As it is a finger instead yeah. of instead of something. Yeah. Now, as it as it continues to twist through and the finger starts coming out of the footprint or the lug comes out of the footprint, that that tension that's been built up in the lug slips and it flips the footprint and it wears off the back half of the lug. Yep. <clears throat> Does that make sense? This used to this used to show up as something called alternate lug. No, alternate lug is another problem. Alternate lug is okay, this is just pure problem. heel and toe. Did did that make sense yes, to you? Is it, yes. Yes. Why do you did? shake so much? Why do you shake so much? Because as they get worn, <laughs> they flip easier no, and it causes you. vibrations. I was, you. Me? I was watching you. Do oh, you were watching my finger. It, I'm I'm old. I'm old, <laughs> and I got the shake. <laughs> Yes, very good. Excellent. I like that. That's good. Okay, so anyway, the more horsepower you have yep. and the looser Uh-oh. the lug design, the worse the heel and toe is. Right. Okay? Now, if you yep. think about this, way back. Way back? In the 70s. In the 70s. A big engine was 350 horsepower. Uh-huh. And with 350 horsepower... 
we could run a clutch with three friction pads on it, and there'd be enough traction there that the clutch wouldn't slip. And then our transmissions had a certain size shafts, bearings, and gas, and we had a drive shaft of a certain size and universal joints, and the gears and the differentials were a certain weight. And then the power went out to the wheels, and the footprint underneath the tire was a certain size on an 11R245 size tire. Did all that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay, now. Now we've got 500, 550, 600 horsepower. And in order to eight, keep the clutch eight, in order to eight, keep the clutch from slipping, they now have six yeah, pads on the clutch. Yeah, they got six pads on the clutch instead of three pads. They have heavier bearings and gears and shafts in the transmission. They have larger drive sash, bigger universal joints, heavier gears in the rear diff. But do you know the footprint underneath your tire is exactly the same size as it was when we had 350s? Uh, it, yep, the footprint under yep. the left Mark 24 tire never did change. Never did never change. Did. So now, all the slippage that occurs, occurs in the tire, so we get worse heel and toe wear now. Yep. Yeah, you could you could probably add another if you could make it triples instead of duals on each position, you might be able to. Yeah, we could get enough footprint down that we won't get nearly as right. bad a heel and toe, right? Hey, got an idea there. <laughs> yeah, we'll work on that one. <laughs> Maybe that could allow you to carry more load too. Uh, uh, well, not that. I don't like running heavy to start off with, but. Hell, there you like go. Yeah, I mean, what's the, yep. what's the fun of having that much horsepower if you don't get to use it? Well, the fun is that you pass everybody going uphill exactly. with a heavy load. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yeah, the but only you suck up a lot of fuel. <laughs> yes, you do. That's true. The the only solution we know for the heel and toe is that you have to regularly X rotate your drive tires. Yep. So okay. that you reverse the pattern. So they're running in the opposite direction. They take the heel and toe back out. Then the heel and toe comes back again. Then you rotate them again. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be a continuous deal again, right? Right. Until yeah. you get your foot out. Along, yeah, along with keeping your foot off the gas. and. <laughs> you got oh, cruise, control? The cruise control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the cruise control. It's just going to go. <laughs> you set the cruise control to seven when you're driving 20 and just let it do its job. I, I, got, a, I got a call from a, a, a warranty manager at a, at a dealership in Texas. And, and, and she called up and she says, I've been told to call you because you know about tires. And we've got a customer that bought a new truck from us. And it's a three-axle tractor, and he runs from Texas to California and back. And he always used to get 350,000, 400,000 miles out of his drive tires. And his new truck, he cannot get 200,000 miles out of the drive tires. And we want to know what you changed in the tires to get this much worse tire wear. And I said, we haven't changed anything in the tires. Well, well, how come, well, how come it's so bad? I said, well, you changed the truck. He says, no, it was a Peterbilt before. Now he's got a Peterbilt. I says, no, no, no. You changed the engine. No, it was a cat before. Now he's got a new cat. And I said, no, no, no. What was the horsepower in the cat before? Well, it was a four and a quarter. What's the horsepower in the cat now? 550. There you go. I said, now, when he used to go to California before with the four, four and a quarter, how many times did he had to downshift going over the Rockies? And what speed was he going over? Well, he had downshift about three or four times over at 40 miles an hour. How fast does he go now over the Rockies? How many times does he downshift? Well, he only downshifts one and he goes over at 60. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> a lot of rubber on the ground. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. Not a All problem. Right. You have yourself a good day. Yep. Thank good you. Luck out do there. the same. Happy fall this right. day. Okay. All right. Very good. Now we got another our, caller on the line. That was our horsepower question. Who doesn't want me to sing? A wise, wise man. Arizona. Here I come. 757 Area Code. Seven. Who is that? 757 is a Boeing, so I'm going to go with Washington. Virginia. You really are. You're way off today. <laughs> I think this guy's in Virginia. All right. Uh, I'll say so, too. Sure, why not? Okay, why not? Hey, Find seven, out. He's driving east-west. Hello, Hello Virginia. Virginia. Hi, hi. Is this uh, Mike? This is Mike. Hi, Mike. This is Aaron. I'm out of Virginia. You were right about the 757. Listen, uh-huh. I was I was calling because I'm in need of some uh, diagnostics for my front end. I'm having a little vibration, and I wonder. Uh-huh. I was actually thinking about going out to Chad in uh, Kansas City, but I was talking to one of my associates here in Virginia, and I understand that you trained him for a week. His name is Trent. He's out of Spring Menders in Norfolk, Virginia. So I just wanted to call and oh, yeah. get your opinion yeah. on that shop. Yeah. You remember go, Trent? Go. Go visit him. You bet. Yeah. He's okay. A good guy. Okay. Wouldn't and if right. he has any questions, he'll call me. Now, what kind of vibration do you have? It's uh, it's just a. I, I don't. I feel it in the front end. I I, I believe it's not like in the steering wheel. It's, it's kind of <laughs> ambiguous type feel. I'm, I can't describe it, but you can actually okay, okay, feel the bright okay. vibration. Okay. Let me let me describe it for you then. Okay. If you feel it in the steering wheel, it's in the front end. Right. Okay. If you feel it in your feet and seat, it's in the rear end. Okay. That's probably where it's coming from, a rear end then. Okay. All right. Now, second point, if it's coming from the rear end, it is not wheel alignment. Okay. Okay. Now, what speed do you feel it at? Uh, right. I believe it's... I want to say it's intermittent, but I believe I feel it right around 56 miles an hour, 57. Okay, well, let me describe another way then. Okay. If you're running at a sustained speed, I don't care what speed it is, 56, 60, 62, you're running at a sustained speed, you're on a smooth road, the vibration Mm -hmm. can come in and shake for a couple of seconds, then go away, then comes right back and shakes and goes away, comes right back and shakes and goes away. But if you step on the throttle, it goes away and stays away until you settle down to a sustained speed. Does that sound like your vibration? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. If that's it, your wheel bearings in the rear end are loose. Okay. It's just as simple as that. The wheel bearings wheel are bearings. loose in my rear. Okay. And I've had work yep. on those recently, too. And somebody didn't tighten them up right. But those guys at Spring okay. Menders can. Yeah, Spring Menders should okay. be able to take care of that. Okay? All right. I will go see them as soon as possible. Very good, all bud. Right. You drive safe and have a good Father's Day. You all as well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Excellent. Okay. Good question. That was a good question. It was reasonable. He was asking about a shop. I think we answered that. He's got a vibration. It's not alignment. I have no more calls coming. Yeah, I got a question for you. Georgia. Did you get a? Did you see that email from that uh, warranty guy? The whole night through. 
They're not warranty. He's a he's a, a, a collision analyst. Oh 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 oh. The question about the rim that inverted. The, the inverted rim. Yes. Uh, I want to look at it on my computer. I looked at it on my phone. A, a buddy of mine is a adjuster for an insurance company, uh-huh. and they had an RV trailer that flipped over, mm-hmm. and it's a three axle yep. trailer with single tires on each axle, not duals. Right. And one of the rims, he said, inverted. Right. Well, from what I can see on the picture, it looks to me, if you look at a standard rim, one side of the rim is a bell that sticks out, and the other side of the rim, the, the bolts are pretty close to the surface, right? Yeah. What it looks like to me is when it flipped on its side and landed, it landed on the rim and punched the rim in, and the axle stubs have pushed themselves out. I'm sure it's something like that. He said, as I said, it was concerned because there's no impact point. Now, well, if it had impacted on a point, the rim would have bent. If it hit flat, and it would have had to hit perfectly flat when it came over, it would just punch the rim straight up. Okay, so on its side. On its side. Boom, hit on its side, punch the rim up, and the, the studs wound up coming out away okay. from the rim. All right. Okay. Now, the the thing among the things that that uh, complicated the situation was that uh, the guy the, the guy had it's an RV trailer, but he took two tractors and put it in it for that show over in the, at the state fairgrounds the last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he put and he put the larger of the two tractors in the back of the RV, or in the back of the trailer. When he got on the highway, suddenly he developed a left pull. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing uh, sheared off of the, 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 the trailer hit, sheared off of the ball, or right. sheared the ball. I'm not right. sure which of those two is correct. Right. And then it, it uh, fell over on its side. Yeah, he had too much tail weight. Had too much weight, yes. Yeah. Okay, so there. Uh, now, when he said it had a left pull, I said, well, the trailer doesn't have a left pull. Something had to have happened on the left side of it to cause it to pull. Right. And that's the side that the tire came off of. Mm-hmm. Um, from the pictures he's got, there was an incredible amount of weight on one side where the tire was spinning. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if uh, weight from the top and bottom could have crushed the wheel. Well, I'd have to look at the pictures. The pi- the rim didn't look like it was crushed to me. Okay. Okay, I didn't see that. Okay. But I have to look at it. I'm looking at it on my phone. The picture's too damn right. small. I can't see what it is. Man, and then I want to call him and talk to Dave and get some more direct details. But right. what it looked like to me from what I could see and seeing that the trailer flipped on its side, yep. it looked like to me it landed and just crushed the rim up. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. Very good. Somebody, uh, we, they don't want me to sing. Yeah. Go we got two more Jim. questions. One half Go hour, Jim. two more questions. 801. 801. That's familiar. It is. I don't know. Oot. Utah. The whole state. Utah. Utah. Right. Uh, and he's there. And he is in Utah. I think he's in Utah. Let's find All out. Right, let's find out. Hello, Utah. 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 That's where I'm at. You're there. Good. Okay. We guess you were home. Cool. What's going hey, on? Kind of. Close to home. Uh, I got alignment from... Uh, one of you guys is third guys. Okay. And, uh, it did great. 
tires quit wearing funny. And awesome. then I hit a gnarly puddle. And <laughs> uh, now I'm now I'm starting to follow all the cracks in the road. Yeah, it sounds like you better have him check it out. Yeah, I might have bent okay. the tire on. Which which wheel hit the pothole, a drive axle or a steer? All of them. All of them. <laughs> Not the pothole. Okay, yeah. We got we got to we got to check it all out. <laughs> the whole front end, the whole front yeah. end, and both the drives and trailers how long are bouncing everywhere. Yeah, how long ago did he align it? Uh, I want to say November, December. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's even past what I would consider warranty. Yeah. yeah take it back to him. Have him check it out. Figure out what yeah, you, you I, knocked out of place. Hopefully it's just a small toe change. It would be nice if it was something small. Yeah. 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 Well, the yeah. only one way to find out. Have him check it out. Okay. Yeah. Love you. Very All good, right. buddy. Have a f- happy Father's Day. Thank you. You get to. All right. Bye. All right. Utah. 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 Yeah, I was re- I was reading something about uh, uh, postal abbreviations for states. Yeah. And how at one time everybody had their own. Yeah. And Utah had the clever idea that what they would do is they would make theirs Utah, but leave the H off. U T A. Utah. Just not have the H. No H. I mean, Massachusetts had M-A-S-S. Yeah. But Utah decided they didn't want that fourth letter. They're going to have just oot. Utah. 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 It sounds like an Indian. Well, it was. Could be. All right. <laughs> 917 is our next caller. 917. Any guesses? Uh, no. How wrong can you be? I'm going to go with North Carolina. How about New York? New York. Well, it's on the same coast. And I think that, no, well, I think this is a New York guy that lives in Florida. I see. So you can never guess this one. Just my guess. Let's find out. Hello, New York. That is correct. New York, Florida. Yeah. New York, Florida. All right. Very good. New York, Florida. Hey, guys, I have a question for you. Um, uh, about a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago, we talked about I had a bent rim on the front of my uh, my axle, right side. Uh, okay. Since then, got it uh, replaced, and the tire, um, it, the wear has significantly reduced from what it was doing before. Um, Go ahead. My Good. question Go ahead. is, is that um, twice I took it in over at Modeling International for them to check the alignment. Uh, no okay. one caught that. Is, is that should that be part of when they're doing the um, alignment to check the wheels if they're bent, the rims if they're bent, or um, if the, the bearings are loose? Not necessarily. Well, they should check the bearings. That's that's automatic. But Especially steer bearings, not necessarily drive. But when a steer axle rim gets bent, it gets bent on the inside edge, not on the outside edge. That's correct. Yeah. Right. And when we check alignments, as long as the measurement agrees with the tire wear, then we've handled the alignment. Now, if a guy wants to go beyond that and is looking for bent rims, which is what I normally teach, he should have found that, but it's really not part of the alignment. Okay. Is there a way I should request that when I go in? I don't mind paying uh, yeah. for it. Is that okay? Yeah, and okay. and you might call them back and say, "Hey, 
Um, this rim was bent, but I don't know that they owe you anything because you brought it in for alignment and they fixed the alignment. Right. Well, well, one of the things is the pattern was there when the, when the car went in the first time because yeah. they told me to bring, bring, bring it in the way the car is wearing so they can look right. at it and, and make sure. And I'm not looking back to get any money. I was just looking to find out what the correct procedure is when we're doing that because um, it's a second set of tires I'm, I'm going through right now with the same problem. And you guys, you were able to diagnose this over the phone without even looking or, you know, physically touching the truck. Well, and the problem is I've been doing it 50 years. <laughs> 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 what I would suggest, if you like the guys at Modlin and if they did a good job for you, yeah, I, I would do. call the service manager back and say, I just want to let you know this happened. We found the bent rim, and, and we would suggest your guys look for the bent rims because they may have this problem again. Okay, no problem. Yeah, um, I'll do that. As a matter of fact, I'm just working around the corner from them, so I'll probably pop in here <laughs> and speak to the service manager myself, actually. That'd, that'd be a reasonable um, thing to do. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. So um, uh, the last time when I had the situation when the truck was still pulling, took it back in, and, you know, they took care of that and everything like that, and there was no mm-hmm. extra charge, and, and they just charged me for the front axle the first time anyhow. It wasn't a yep. three-axle alignment and all that. So they're real good people. I was just wondering what the procedure is and how should I handle that. So I, I would handle it as, as one guy trying to help another guy and just say this is what we found, and you guys might look for it a little more. Right. But uh, the people I'm uh, really right. concerned didn't find it are the tire people. Cause yeah, well, the tire people are in the business of selling tires, so they're yeah, just going to sell you another tire when you go in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. It, hey, it, it, speaking of tire person, um, I, I'm having this argument, if you want to call it an argument, with the tire people from the Goodyear. They're selling all the Goodyear tires and everything like that. And it goes back <clears> to the tire pressure again with that. Yes. And they're stating that that's the maximum tire pressure they're allowed to put. So if, you, if, if, if I go there and get new tires put on, they will not go above the 110 in the steer tires. Then I would, I would suggest to them that they need to read their own manual. Because well, their, their when, manual when I, says I stated, that's the minimum. Yeah, and when I stated that to them, he was supposed to go find some documentation on that. Never did up to now to show me where yeah. it says that on there. Yeah, because yeah, it does. <laughs> I know. Well, I figure this year when I see you guys at the CMC, I will get that uh, uh, document and keep it in the truck because I'm also having that discussion with a, uh, certain state troopers too. When when you pull in, you know, the scale or whatever, mm-hmm. and you do an inspection on there. And we're mm-hmm. going back and forth. There's one of them will say, well, yeah, that is the minimum. And the other one said, no, that is the maximum. And the two of them start arguing. Yes. The two of them. <laughs> I, yes. I, and my question is like, wait a second. You guys are the law and don't even know the answer to this question. You know, uh, Correct. Yeah. It, 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 so I, when I get to the CMC this year, uh, I guess I'll get that physical document to keep in the truck stating where that is. So. Um. The document that you really want uh-huh. is not going to be anything out of a Goodyear tire manual. I know that. It's the federal government. You're going to want a copy of the federal regulation. Okay. And I happen to have a copy of that, and I'm reading it right now. <laughs> oh. 
on his phone. So I could forward this to you. Yeah, that'd be great. I can give my email address, yeah. Well, how about well, this to your, to your phone? That's fine, I, yeah. yeah that's is, fine. Is, this your, is this your cell phone number? It's got to be. That's driving. correct. Yes. Yeah. Kevin, write that number down. Okay. And I'm going to message you. Okay. I greatly appreciate that because, like I said, I'm so tired of arguing with them over something, you, you know, that they don't listen. They don't want to listen, period. No, right. they don't. They don't. Yep. I know what's right. You don't know where nothing, so just leave me exactly. alone. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and the argument is, I've been doing this for 20 years. Or 10. I'm like, yeah, you've been doing it wrong yeah. for all this year, but we'll get <laughs> yeah. past that. Yeah, those, tire, those, those numbers didn't change meaning. Okay, I just, I just tried to send this to your cell phone number, and it failed. It said it couldn't do it. It's probably because it's... So I'm going to have to email it to you. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay? So you know where our website is, right? That is correct, yes. I want you to go on the website, and you can email contact us off the website yeah. and request the federal regulation for tire pressure, and we will respond to that, okay? Yep. Yeah, just go okay, to info yeah. or whatever it is at mtline.com, and yeah, we'll respond off of that. Once I get it, once I get Perfect. it in the house. No okay. problems. Very good, buddy. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, as, as, as usual, you guys are great help. We try all. You have a great day and a happy Father's Day to you. Same to you guys. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, now we got a 712. I know where that is. Seven. It's Western you know where Iowa. Is? Where is it? It's Western Iowa. You sure? I'm pretty sure. 712? By golly, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Is, is he, he in Western, Western Iowa? Iowa? Well, he's, not, he's probably not in Western Iowa. He's probably in Texas. <sighs> or at least Let's not find in out. Iowa. All right, let's find out. Hello, Iowa. Iowa. You guys are having way too much fun there. You know that? Well, you can't have fun, stay home. (laughs) (laughs) I agree, I agree. Cherokee, Iowa, north of Cherokee is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm in Indiana to to solve the other part of that question. Okay, cool. (laughs) I was right all the way around. All the way around, yep. Okay. So what's up? Anyway, I'm, I'm, I got a 53-foot spread, um, starting to chop some tires. Uh, yep. That's yep. because you got a 53-foot spread. Well, yeah, I know, but that's what I got to have. So. <laughs> okay. So how are the tires chopping? Are they chopping on the inside edge of the inside tire or the outside edge outside. of the right front? Outside, rear, outside tire, outside rib. Rear, rear axle. The rear axle. Okay. Yes, sir. Do you have a dump valve on this spread axle? Uh, no, not right now. Not right now. Okay. All right. The problem <laughs> is that a spread axle trailer is not designed to turn a corner. Okay? So when you make a left turn... The odds are the front axle is the pivot point of the trailer, and that rear axle is going to slide around and tear the outside edge off as you make left-hand turns. Why would it just start now? Well, what did you do to it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's 
see. I've been dragging this set of tires around for about, uh, you know, I'm getting good wear. I'm, I'm, I'm running a, a yellow tire back there, which is what I was yeah. told not to wear. Right. And uh, <laughs> I do run my tire pressures around 120. Good, good. Because the your axles can carry 20,000 pounds per axle because it's a spread axle. Right. A normal closed set can only carry 17,000 pounds per axle. So right. you can have 5,000 pounds on each tire where other guys are only going to have 4,200 pounds. So you need more air than a guy with a closed set tandem. Yeah. Well, I found out my tire wear and my tire problems. You know, I've, I've been at this for a, uh, probably not as long as you've been aligning stuff, but uh, I've been at Three weeks. Three, three yeah, to six. Yeah, right. Just think, of, just, think of, just think of all them stories you can't tell. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have seen more tires from low air pressure than I have from high air pressure. Absolutely. So that's why that's... I, I've jacked my air pressure up. Uh, I've had real good luck with it. I haven't uh-huh. had any copy issues for a long, long time, and now I've developed one. Right. Well, you know, the 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 last half of the tire's life is always going to look uglier than the first half. Yeah, but why the outside shoulder of the rear duals? Now, normally it's the outside shoulder of the front. Yeah. Because you turn sharper to the right than you do to the left. Yeah. And you tend to drag that right front through the curve more on a spread axle than you do on a, a standard. So he's getting more wear on the outside edge of the rear duel on the right side, which is a little unusual. It is a little unusual. But left, it left depends side, on left side, left side, left side. Oh, outside on the left side. Is yeah. that right? Okay, yeah, yeah that makes outside. sense. Outside on the left side on the rear axle. Is doing the same thing as yeah, the that, that's the, the That's right. the same thing. That's your sharp right turn. The front axle's pivoting around the corner and the rear axle's spinning out. Now, it has to do with where the most of the weight is. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. If your front axle's carrying more weight, it will tend to pivot and the rear axle will slide. If you tend to carry weight more toward the rear, then the back axle's the boss and the front axle slides. So it just tells me your front axle's sliding around right-hand turns. What's up? Oh, God, lost that thought completely. It was there for just a second, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> what you get for uh-huh. driving and talking at the same time? <laughs> uh, well, I that's don't all, remember what that's the all right. Was. We're all getting old. It doesn't track. matter. Oh, don't need to bring that up. Don't bring <laughs> that up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the other thing is uh, my tractor. Uh, feels like the... Uh, rear end wants to wander around on seas of road. Travel road's got a hump in them. Uh, all the bushes okay. have been replaced. Shocks have all been replaced. Was just a line. Thick, uh, a line, a li- a line by who? A line by who? Uh, my tire shop. They've been they've done my okay. alignment for years. Okay. The odds are when you get a road wander like that, you think it's in the rear end. It's typically in the front end. And the odds are you're slightly towed out, maybe a 32nd to a 16th towed out. Yeah, just a hand. Does the truck also have a slight shimmy in the steering wheel between 45 and 55? Nope. Nope, no shimmy. Okay. I would still nope. check the toe. Yeah. Okay? 
Now, do you want to check it yourself? Oh, that's easy enough. I got a tape measure, and I can even read it if I put my glasses on. Good. And you got duct tape, and you got an ink pen, right? Yep. I have duct tape. I might even have some Gorilla tape, yeah. Okay, so you put you drive your truck up straight in the parking lot. You put two pieces of duct tape on the back side of the tread of the tire. Make two marks, measure between them. Drive the truck forward until the duct tape shows up in front. Measure it again. Yeah, if you use the Gorilla tape, you're going to need to use, uh, like, the whiteout. Whatever. Just make some marks. If you can't do anything else, put a 10-penny nail in each tire and measure between the nails. <laughs> <laughs> 50, penny, 50 penny would be easier to see. 50 would be easier to see. I agree. Yeah, okay. Measure to the inside edge of each one. <laughs> All right. All right, man. I appreciate it. Oh, All right, buddy. question I have on alignment. Do I have to align? Is it better to align loaded or empty? Empty. The only time, the only time I've had a case where the loaded was important was back when we had four spring suspensions instead of air rides. Yep. And sometimes yep. one set of leaf springs would collapse more than the other, and I couldn't tell it when it was empty. So you'd load it up, right. and then you could see what changed. Yes. Yeah, so well, I, 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 I had a shop tell me. I had a shop tell me that I need to be loaded when they align or uh, yeah when they align it and I says I'm not bringing uh, my load in, into your shop it ain't happening no. nope 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 empty will be fine All right, okay sir. y'all have a good one and, and behave there you're welcome bye bye All right, bye and okay that was Iowa that was Iowa we, we still have more. 11 minutes and two more questions and two more calls we better hurry here we'll never get there 920 I think that's Ohio 920 920. There it is. No, it's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Well, where the U.S. Open was played today. Oh, yeah. The, the, it was a travesty to people that, that uh, cheer for the course over the golfers. Yeah. Cause were, they kicked the course's they ass. They kicked the course's ass. 15 under. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what 920's got. All right. And he's not in the state. He he's left. A, he's in Wisconsin. Hello. I wouldn't leave. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Are you there? Yes. yes, there you are. Hello, Wisconsin. Yep. Hello. Yep. Like are you Bay. there? Or are you going? Yes, oh, I am. By Green Bay. Ooh. I'm here. Up, All right. Up by Green Bay. Very good. So that's a boring time I to got, be there. Yeah. <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> yeah. We just got done with Billy. We just got done with Billy Joel last night, so that was entertaining. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Very nice. But a show. Still holding so notes. I got, uh, What's that? He can still hold a note. Yes, he can. Very good. So Very I, got good. A, I, I got 379 Peterbilts, and I religiously ran on the steer axle Michelin XCA3 pluses. Okay, now i got a question about was, this. Before you go any further, okay. when you do it religiously, does that mean you light candles and burn incense? Of course. Oh, okay. All right. Good. All right. Got, that was clear. All right. So you run an XDA3. Okay. Now they they don't make them no more. Yeah, they've gone so to the, the, I, the I, energy tire, I which see. is really the same. It's the same tire. They just rebranded it. Oh, I beg to differ. Okay. <laughs> they're, X, X, they're XZE2s. No, no, no. That's not the I same have, tire. That's a regional tire. 
And the XZ is not an XZA at all. That's not a line hole tire. That's a regional tire. Oh, but he's really? saying he's saying the yes. XZA seems like an XZE. The XZA three plus has just been rebanded to an X Energy something or other. But it's still X-line the premium steel. X Line Energy. That's yep. the new branding of the XZA three. Okay. Okay. So anyway, with these XZA twos, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I'm chopping out my outside edge. On both on edges. Tires. Yeah, both yeah, edges. It, it starts off the width of your finger, and then if if everything if anything goes wrong, it works its way all the way into the rib, right? And it starts wobbling. Yep. 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 That's because that's a regional tire. It's designed for returning scrubbing operation, which will keep polishing that wear off. If you put it in a line hole application, it will eat the shoulders off. The X-Line oh. Energy or the XZA3 has that quarter-inch wide decoupler rubber on the outside edge. That's what yep. protects the main rib. So you've got the wrong tire for a line hole application. Yep. So now I have, a, I have a couple 379s that I put these X-Line Energies on, and I'm not having mm-hmm. a bit of trouble. Correct, because so you got, it's, you it's got the wrong tire. It's a tire problem, not, not an alignment or a balancing nope. problem. <laughs> Right. It's an application okay. problem. It's a long tire for the application you're in. I would go back and okay. don't slap your tire guy. Yep. I'll have to do that. I would. <laughs> I'm just the guy that could do that, too. <laughs> Take a big big wrench with you, because it takes a lot to get through them. It does. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- thank you very much. Not a problem, buddy. You have a good day. Yep. Yeah, happy Bye. Father's Day. Thank you. Bye. Same to you. Bye. Okay. Okay. All we right. got we got one more call here. Montana. Four one six. You think it's Montana? You think? I think. Four one. No, it's not Montana. It's not Montana. Ontario. Ontario. We got it's just like c- Montana. C- Canadian. Hey. <laughs> oh no, it's a little. It's a little east. Sorry, Ontario is a little east. Waste. North yeah. of North of Ohio and it's this far. North of Penn. Yeah, this far on the map. This just, far. Just a little bit. Let's see what. Canada has Canada, to say. The Canadians think. Last call. Hello. Hello, Canada. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, next time you guys do it for sure. This is like my sixth, seventh time calling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we won't get it because our memory is only about this long. And that's, that's, that's longer than what I told my wife was my pecker was. So we'll never remember. <laughs> All the? right. Um, you know, um, I've been having some brake issues, you know, uh, this, I, my O3 brake liner passed a couple of annual inspections, and uh, my third inspection is coming up, and I had, I had issues with my wheels locking up noticeably when I'm bobtailing, and yes. I, I, I solved the problem, but uh, I was curious, you know, but anti-lock brakes, because when these wheels lock up, you know, when, when, I, when I drive a four-wheeler, you, you notice, you know, your ABS, when you depress the brake pedal, you feel the bubble in the pedal. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. Yes. you feel the wheels doing the anti-lock brake, letting go braking. But in a, in a tractor, you don't notice it so much. And, and when I brake hard, when I bobtail, I understand that all the wheels in the 
the weight is in the front, and the rear locks up easier, and some wheel is going to lock up, and then you paint the tires, I mean, the road with the tires. Now, I don't see much ABS action there. Uh, well, it, it seems to be more of a gimmick in trucks, if you ask me. Well, it depends on the ABS system, and it depends on the truck. I'm not a brake guy. I listen to people talk about it, but I don't fix brakes. But as I understand it, some trucks only have the ABS sensor on one of the drive axles and not on both. And some of the ABS systems really suck and some work okay. And the older the truck is, the more chances are the ABS system is not working at all. Even though the light is not coming on. Maybe they've unplugged it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, in my world, very likely. (laughs) Yeah, anything's possible. Yeah. (laughs) Everything's possible in my trucking world. Correct, correct. When when you're driving fully loaded, you have about 17,000 pounds on each drive axle. When you're driving the truck bobtail, you only have 4,000 pounds on each drive axle. So you've taken 16,000 pounds of load off of each axle. Yes, the brakes are going to lock up quick unless the ABS is working properly. Right, you got a lot of pad to stop 4,000 pounds from rolling on each axle. Right. Okay? Right. Okay, yeah, I just want to ask your thoughts. Not a problem, buddy. You have yourself a good day. Drive safe and happy Father's Day. Yeah. Did they celebrate that in night, Canada? Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. We have managed to get through the whole show with me only singing a couple of bars of songs, but we would also like feedback from anybody who has feedback on how we should give away this one seat at the Certified Master Contractors Program the week of the 17th of September. Right. It needs to be somebody who's never gone before mm-hmm. and somebody who's not signed up yet. Yeah. But I, I'm not sure how much this thing is worth. I think $5,000 or something. I'll, I'll find yeah, out what the, its real value is. But I mean, it's a week's worth of really good training on how to run a business, how to manage your time, how to get the best rates, uh, maintenance on your truck. It's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of good people that you can network with. Um, so we got to give this away and I got to figure out how we're going to do it. And anybody with any input on it should uh, bring that to our attention next week or should they say? Well, yeah, they, no, go to our website. We don't want to wait for next week. You go can go to, to our, our Facebook page, MD Aligned Service. Oh, Facebook, sure. They, they can feed us on Facebook. They can come to our website and send emails to us directly, mdaligned.com. Right. It's going to be somebody that's never been. Yeah, but somebody's got ideas on how we yeah. should do this. Uh, we, we, we would like to figure out how to handle this the right way, okay? Yep. Very All good. Right. Y'all have yourself a good week. We will probably be back next Sunday. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.